This Bites, discussing Milwaukee's culinary and restaurant culture. With Ann Christensen of Milwaukee Magazine and Tariq Moody of 88.9. This Bites is brought to you by Society Insurance. Welcome to This Bites, Milwaukee's culinary podcast with your hosts, the very talented goddess of food writing critique, Ever Essence, better known as Ann Christensen of Milwaukee Magazine, and me, Tariq, a.k.a. the architect here at 88.9 Radio Milwaukee. On this week's edition of This Bites, we're going to talk about pies just in time for Valentine's Day. Then we're going to uh, talk to Ann about her kind of review of the hidden steakhouse inside St. Kate Hotel. Then a couple of uh, new uh, establishments um, in Milwaukee. One's coming soon. One just opened. The return of, uh, you speak, a bar called the White House. Now it's a fine dining establishment under the same name in Bayview. Then also we're going to talk about an upcoming uh, bagel shop that's coming to Walker's Point. And then we got a couple of events to talk about uh, just in time for Valentine's Day. One, Honey Pie has a special dinner on February 12th. And then uh, there's a bourbon dinner going on at Palomino. But let's kick it off with your uh, kind of feature you did in Milwaukee Magazine on pies. Mm -hmm. And the headline's great called Sweetie Pie. So what's this all about, Anne? You know, I think a lot of people associate Valentine's Day with candy and chocolate, right? Yeah. But, yeah. and sweet things. Sweet so things, I yeah. think sweet things, you know, that's that's good. Or but me. I wanted to step, or, or you, I wanted to step <laughs> away from the, okay, box of chocolates. Yeah. That's, you know, a great um, gift for your, you know, significant other. other. Yeah. Um, to pies. Why not pie? Why, why so, pies? Because like, I love pie. Did you feel pies a little more and romantic? it's all about me. No, it's not all about me. I think pies are very romantic. More and romantic I think than chocolate? I do because I feel like, isn't that kind of charming to sit down with someone and share a little sl- a slice of pie, feed <laughs> each other pie, you know, <laughs> Like wipe the little bit of cream off the person's okay. mouth. Uh, yeah, okay, you know, okay, yeah. Maybe it's getting a little, little, <laughs> little too much detail there. But uh, so it made me think. You know, um, you know, pie is just—it's hard to eat a pie or eat any pie and not be happy. I think it just kind of yeah. makes you happy. Okay. So one of the first places that comes comes to mind is honey pie. Mm-hmm. Honey pie is. Just dozens of different flavors, cream pies, fruit pies, yep. double crust pies, single crust pies, and you can send a pie gram to, to Oh, yeah, to I forgot about they do too. that. Those are really fun. I've done it before. Um, uh, I guess you done it. didn't do it for me. I didn't I do it for you. Yeah, I know. I figured didn't, that. I didn't. And, you know, the more recent addition to the honey pie family is small pie. Yep. Uh, that, that, that There's a location on East Oklahoma and Bayview, and then mm-hmm. they opened a little satellite location in crossroads collective so you can mm-hmm. go and get like a mini little pie. mini pie yeah, yeah a little mini pie fruit pie mm-hmm. um so i think that's really cool we've talked about hatched before if yeah. you go to birch and butcher or pilcrow coffee you might be able to get you know just like a little a hand pie kind there that the hatched pies kind of are the shape of uh pop tarts but they're like thicker and thicker and, and a million better. times yeah. better they're you know made from you know, hand, real ingredients, yeah, real ingredients, <laughs> including lard. You know, so they're flaky and delicious. And then, of course, we can't forget Mr. Dye's pies. Oh, Mr. Dye, yes. And uh, I, th- I think we even mentioned not that long ago that Blueberry Hill is his most recent flavor mm-hmm. that he is doing. Um, he, meaning Jonathan Dye, who <laughs> makes you know, among other things, he's got sweet potato pie, 
Mm-hmm. He's got a pecan sweet potato. I mean, he's got all these different yeah. flavors, um, which are really awesome. And you can get them at like the Piggly Wiggly stores, Pete's Fruit Market, um, Miss Katie's Diner, if mm-hmm. you're going to go eating there or dining there. But I just, I feel like um, that the Valentine's holiday this year could be about pies. Coming up, we'll continue our conversation um, with your review of the Hidden Steakhouse at St. Kate's Hotel on This Bites. We'll be right back. Support for This Bites comes from your membership and society insurance. An insurance company serving up a smorgasbord of coverages to restaurants and bars. Society Insurance offers restaurants and bar owners tailored insurance options. A full menu of society's coverages as well as risk prevention tips are available at societyinsurance.com. Nonprofit Radio Milwaukee is brought to you by you. A membership contribution is your personal commitment to music and Milwaukee. Visit RadioMilwaukee.org to check out your donor benefits and the thank you gifts to show off your 88.9 pride. We're back on this Bites Milwaukee's Culinary Podcast. I want to continue our conversation with your kind of review of these, this kind of hidden restaurant, hidden steakhouse at St. Kate called The Dark Room. So what was your take? Uh, surprised me. It absolutely surprised me. Well, for a number of reasons. Now, the first one is it's hidden inside the St. Kate Hotel. It's on the second floor. Like, how is it hidden? Like, there's well, no, no, no there's, branding? No, there's no, no, no. no overt entrance okay. to it. It's near the Giggly Champagne Bar and Aria, <laughs> which is a little restaurant. Yeah. And you go to the hostess station, essentially, at Aria, and you, ha- you need to make a reservation for this place because it really is... A small place. So you can't just walk in. No, it only seats 26 people. Maybe you're dining solo. Kinda... You're probably, you don't need, if you're dining by yourself like I normally do because I don't have any friends, I could probably get in, right? It's not that kind of place. I think you would feel a little. If I want a good steak, I don't. Yeah, no, I'm, well, I I know, but it it's very dark and kind of an intimate setting. So I would, I would probably stand out and look pretty pathetic by myself. Well, it's just, <laughs> I I don't want to say that. But so inside they have these sort of like very intimate little booths. Mm. And right in the middle they've got this table where they have all this candelabra. And, um, you know, they have different things that they kind of give you sort of pro bono, which means, you know, free. So, you, mm. you know, like sparkling water. Um, at the beginning of the meal, you get um, sort of a, f- a free glass of sparkling wine from Giggly. At the end of the meal, these <laughs> truffles. Oh. I mean, yeah, they're, oh, wow. they're, they have some kind of nice little gestures that they're doing. Um, hopefully that isn't just in the beginning while they're, you know, relatively new because they, you know, it took them a few months to, to open this mm-hmm. after St. Kate opened. But, uh, yeah, they have a, you know, interesting menu. They don't, it's, it isn't just limited to steaks. But steaks are good. Mm-hmm. They have fresh fish. So they do, um, you know, instead of a potatoes au gratin, which is kind of, mm-hmm. you know, uh, sort of a signature of like a supper club, because there's something sort of supper Supp- clubby yeah. about this place. Okay. They do uh, potatoes Anna, which is these really thin sliced mm. potatoes that are kind of made into a cake. Oh. And it's like you get a little wedge of this really decadent. like Kind of like a pie shape kind yeah. of thing, but a pie made yeah. of potatoes. Yeah. Okay. Right. And, um, you know, they're, they're, they have different selections within the steaks. You know, they have, you know, kind of the higher end steaks that are 
you know, dry um, age. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And um, did you get the dry age day? I did. Yeah, sixteen ounce prime ribeye. Um, and where was, was 21 I? Twenty one dry aged. Where was I? I wasn't uh, there with you. Was I? No, I was, I'm pretty sure I wasn't there. <laughs> uh, you were not there. No, you were not there. Um, so no, let me let me specify here and just say that they do Heritage Angus from Meats by Lynn's and they have grass fed uh, meat by CDK Farm. So these they're these so they're local levels farms. Of, Are they local farms? Not quite okay. local. Not local. But um, I mean, you know, not like down the street. Yeah, not uh, like down the street. But like regionally. Yeah. Close. Yeah. Okay. Exactly. Yeah. Um, and uh, they have a, they had a really nice twenty one dry. 21 day dry age New York strip on the You menu. had that too? Yeah, that was good. You know, they also, uh, y- you know, this is one of the things I really like too. This is really big on these menus that when they're trying to incorporate some kind of vegetarian or do something a little different with the vegetables, they had a really nice cauliflower steak with a chimichurri sauce. Remember last week we talked about, you had a story about Ruby Bagels yeah, in the magazine. I did. It looks like, uh, like there's a thing, a there's a bagel thing coming to Milwaukee because uh, we um, don't have enough of it. Coming in this late March, um, around that time, uh, in the old Wisconsin place or the old Blue Blue Jacket Blue Jacket establishment, there's going to be a bagel spot coming. It's going to be called Alley Boys Bagelry and Luncheonette, and um, it looks like the, the the couple of people behind it are from, I guess one of them from or at least families from Wisconsin, but they were in New Jersey at the time. Uh, one lived in Egypt, correct? You know, it's a little bit complicated. I don't even know if that's exactly mm-hmm. right. But, yes, one of them seems to have Wisconsin roots. The other one doesn't. It's a couple. Yeah. Um, and they have experience working on both the East and West Coast mm-hmm. and came here to settle. And, and Yeah, they were going to go to Mass, and, and, but uh, Justin Carlisle kind of they got a, they met Justin Carlisle while they were working in restaurants in New Jersey. And Justin Carlisle kind of convinced them to come here, looks like it. Work at like one of them worked at Ardent, another one worked at Thief Wine. Looks yeah. like it, but this new bagel point, bagel point, this new bagel place, <laughs> bagel place. As I said, it looks to be uh, set to be opening up in late March. But they're going to have, uh, of course, they're currently they have an Instagram page working on their mastering their bagels. They get it just right, but they're going to look like, they're, of course, going to have the staples that most people are familiar with: the variety of smears. Daily staples like house smoked fish, egg salad, and pickles. But then they're going to bring in kind of this global um, vibe, international vibe, into the place, into their bagels. Um, they're also looking like maybe going to have borscht um, and other things. They're also working on some cocktails and and beers, and it looks very promising. So I'm really, I'm really, I, I kind of like the fact that the Milwaukee get into the Freshly made bagels. So. Well, you know, for a long time, the the bagel, the one bagel place that you know you knew you could go to would be a chain place, chain place. like like for years, Einstein's or Brugger's. Brugger's. Yeah. Brugger's. Mm-hmm. So you know, people doing it from scratch. Yeah. That's that's actually it's a yeah. good sign. That's cool. Can't wait to see uh, what they have in mind. Um, other than that, like, I'm really curious about the global thing, the global aspect, what they plan to do with that. I mean, I saw some pictures on Instagram that look really good. So I'm curious. Anyway, so it's, again, it's called Alley Boys Bagelry and Luncheonette, opening sometime in March. Yeah. Uh, next is uh, a fine dining restaurant that recently opened in the old 
bar that used to be called the um, the White House. It's one of the it used to be well, it used to be it was one of the oldest bars in Milwaukee. Mm-hmm. Closed down about a little over a couple years ago. I'm it thinking. was a, originally a Schlitz Tavern. Yes. Um, way, way, way back in the day. And now it has uh, gotten a, a new lease on life as a fine dining restaurant establishment, also called the White House. Uh, and the owners came from Mater's. Yeah. The, the German restaurant in downtown Milwaukee. Um, they're open, and I've been looking at pictures. Really quaint, nice little place. Deck decor in there. Yeah. Very nice. And he, her, okay, so it's a married couple. He he um, was a bartender and manager at Mater's, and she was also a part of the front of the house staff mm-hmm. at Mater's. And uh, they uh, they have a chef who also came from Mater's. So it sounds like, you know, they've they've cobbled together a staff from people that they've worked with before. Mm-hmm. If you ever take KK and you continue to take it all the way, you know, down south, almost as far south actually as Oklahoma. You will know this building. It's that white Queen Anne yeah. building. It's that the funky intersection. Tourist. It's a weird intersection. Yeah. Um, and it's a really cool space. I have to tell you, I you know, many years it operated as a bar. I never went in there. Really? No, oh. I've never been in this place. Um, but it's uh, it's kind of cool to think about how much history went on there. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was in the Niesler family for a long, 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 long mm-hmm. time. Um, and that's what it was called, the Niesler's White House. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I was looking at the story that was in the Bayview Compass. Uh, there's no menu. It looks like they have an ever-changing menu. Mm-hmm. They have a website and all that, and the, and the pictures look great. But, like, in the, in the last story from the Bayview Compass, they were talking about they uh, they were offering uh, duck two ways. Um, they also had a vegetarian option, that was the eggplant parmesan. Um, appetizers include chicken liver and pork pate. Um, and they also, most of the entrees were naturally gluten-free. They also plan to focus on, they have plans to focus on craft cocktails with a menu featuring the classic course Wisconsin Old Fashioned, Sidecar. Um, so, yeah, you have to call. They don't, if you go to a website, I think you have to call or to find message out what's on the menu, what's on the menu I, yeah. at night. But based off what the pictures I've seen, um, it looks really, really good. So, Congratulations to them. Next, we have a couple events coming up this month, and we kick it off right before Valentine's Day. We're returning to Honey Pie. We mentioned Honey Pie earlier about their pies. They're doing a Honey Pie Palantine. Like, is that Emperor Palantine from um, Star Wars? Uh, I think that that Palantine comes from the fact that uh, they also own Palomino. Oh, yeah. I thought it was like a Star Wars thing. And the, no, I think, um, well, <laughs> you always think something is a Star Wars connection. I, yeah. Anyway. But they're having a thing called Honey Pies Palantine's Day Dinner with Sensual Standard Distillery, February 12th. According to the description, it's not just for sweethearts, so it's people for people like me who are not sweethearts. <laughs> um, so they're uh, doing a special night of fine dining, sampling, and handcrafted cocktails uh, with people from uh, Central Standard Distillery. The evening will feature very special courses from uh, their executive chefs of, ho- of Honey Pie and Palomino, each paired with a central standard uh, expression or cocktail, and take-home treats from Honey Pie Bake Shop. So you get to take something home as well. Um, the dinner menu includes 
Uh, first course is a charcuterie plate, followed by an arugula salad with farro, currants, green goddess dressing, almonds, goat cheese. What is green goddess dressing? What is that? Green goddess dressing is uh, a creamy, um, like a sour cream based um, dressing that has a little bit of you know that punch of the um, of the lemon juice, and it mm. has all these herbs in it. Okay. So you've got like the chopped chives, and you've got tarragon, and you've got parsley. Okay. And all of these things come together, and you get a really herbaceous type mm. of creamy dressing. Yeah, I was always curious about that because I, I, I never green goddess. I never heard of it till like about fifteen years ago. So ah, yeah. I think um, you know, it's it's come in and out of flavor. Yeah. Cool. And it was big in the seventies. Oh yeah, I like maybe it's maybe it's a northern thing because I like down the south. I never heard of it. Probably. Yeah, I don't. It is like a northern. I mean, I remember actually eating it as yeah, I mean, sometimes as a dip. You know, really? you just like have like hmm. celery and carrots with it. Maybe that's a regional thing. Yeah, maybe. could be. Uh, the other course includes steak Oscar, which is a flat iron steak, jumbo lump crab cake, and asparagus bernays sauce. And dessert is a uh, Kohler ice cream, Alexander honey pie bake shop treats. Whoa, that sounds interesting. Yeah, so again, that's February twelfth, a couple days before Valentine's Day. Uh, next is uh, we're heading back to uh, Palomino for this one. <laughs> Palomino honey pie, getting some love. We're just on this not going <laughs> to leave these restaurants. No, not they're so. doing a uh, Buffalo Trace bourbon dinner. After Valentine's Day, February 26th, um, the evening will be moderated by special guests from Badger Distri- Distribution, Buffalo Trace, and will feature a special dinner menu from the chefs um, of Palomino. And the first course include baked oysters, pimento, and dewy sausage, followed by a kale salad with garlic cream, sherry vinegar, and goat cheese, then a veal osco buco, demi glaze, potato gnocchi, Heirloom carrots, uh, and then uh, dessert is tre leches, cake, fresh berries, cream, and bourbon crackle. And then they have a welcome cocktail, Sazerac, my favorite cocktail, um, considered the first American invented cocktail. Um, it's also a derivative of a, it's basically, an, it is an old fashioned mm-hmm. kind of category. Old fashioned, not only a cocktail, but it's also a category of cocktails, which I learned. Is it really? Yeah. The Sazerac? Old fashioned is a category of a cocktail, and Sazerac considered under that category of old fashioned. Oh, okay, yeah. I didn't know that. I'm I, and wasn't it first made in New Orleans? Yeah. Or am I wrong? Okay, it's yeah. in New Orleans. Sazerac, the brand Sazerac Rye is the brand. Um, and then the uh, the bourbons will be, of course, the first one is to taste paired with these courses: Buffalo Trace, the normal Buffalo Trace, and there's Eagle Rare Ten Year Bourbon, and then George T. Stag Jr. Um, and then Finally, George T. Stagg, 15-year, uh, which is part of the Buffalo Trace Heritage Collection. Buffalo Trace also think that distillery is also home to the legendary um, Pappy Van Winkles also distilled Oh, there. sure, 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 sure. So this is a, a distillery you really like. Or I can't afford, but yeah. Okay. Same well, thing. Yeah. <laughs> so again, that's uh, happening February 26th. Palomino. Yes. So that wraps up this week's edition of uh, This Bites. Um, I know, when, when is Valentine's Day? It's it's coming, oh, coming up, up next week. It's next week, yep. Yeah, next so week. I know you got some uh, big plans you're not going to share with me. Um, 
You got a line full a line out the door. Big. Oh sure, it's a Friday night actually, yeah. so that's gonna be a big weekend, you know, for restaurants. Yeah. Yeah. I know you're, you're gonna be busy. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, just you're gonna have to get in line. <laughs> Well, that concludes this week's edition of This Bites. This Bites is edited by Kenny Perez. Handcrafted sonic inspiration comes from the License Lab with support from Society Insurance and generosity from our membership. Subscribe to this podcast at RadioMilwaukee.org slash This Bites, iTunes, NPR, Spotify, or anywhere you listen to podcasts. And remember, feedback is important, so please rate and review with love. As always, and stay hungry. And keep the Malord cold. And romantic. <laughs>